Hi, welcome to the Sayers Conversations podcast. As part of our special innovators series, we have joining us today the CEO and founder of Liscorp, John Daly. Enjoy. Welcome to a Sayers Conversation. This is the Innovators series, isn't it, Freddie? This is the Innovator series where we're speaking to people who are genuinely making a difference through the innovation that they're putting into the marketplace. Um, innovations that we, as uh, parochial Australians, hope um, can take on the world, in fact, beat the world. They're the innovations that we get very, very excited about. We've got John Daly here. John Daly is uh, the founder of an organisation called List Corp. G'day, John. G'day, Russ. How are you? Very, very well. Now, List Corp, let's just get straight into it. Give me your elevator pitch. List Corp's a, a digital platform designed specifically to help listed companies communicate more effectively with the world's investors. And, um, you know, look, our view is that um, communication technology has moved on dramatically um, over the last 10 years in particular, and the tools available to, to companies listed all over the world are tools from last century, and right. that needs to change. So tell me about that. So tools from last century, what do you mean? Well, you know, you're talking about PDF-type documents. They're highly technical. We're talking annual reports, you know, small section on company websites. These are the tools that, that, it, that companies rely on to distribute a message to a, a global investor audience. Right. And, you know, today we, we want information on our phone. You know, we want to see videos and listen to podcasts and we want bite-sized pieces. And, um, and, and this information and this kind of format, this kind of frequency just isn't available. And, you know, that um, we think is an enormous opportunity. Okay, so List Corp is an idea that you had, I think, some time ago. Yes, yeah, it feels like many, many decades ago. But, but you know, going back to uh, probably 2014, 2015, I really started thinking about this. And, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've spent, a, you know, my entire career in investment markets, um, but I've always had a fascination with technology and, you know, came back from spending 10 years overseas and, and really wanted to get stuck into a long-term project that I thought could have a very powerful impact on, on markets in general. Right. Um, well, let's credential, let's credential you, John. Mm -hmm. So you, um, you worked in markets, you said. So um, a broker? Yeah, started life as a, a retail stockbroker here in, in Melbourne um, in the early 90s. Well, actually, going back before that, I, I did my work experience, my week's work experience at, a, at uh, an investment bank in, in Melbourne and never left. They couldn't get rid of me. I came back in my nice. school holidays and... And eventually through university, worked a couple of days a week and then started up full-time as soon as uni finished. And so I worked as a retail broker for the early part of the 90s and then moved across to the institutional side of the business right. um, in the latter part of the 90s. Uh, and is, did you see a, an issue or did you see uh, like a problem that needed to be solved or was it just sort of a, a, you know, a, a desire? Because when I look at your business, I think you're in the media business. So... Did you say to yourself, I need to get into the media game just because you think it's a bit sexy? No, look, what I saw, and, and you know, one of the, the you know, very fortunate parts about my career is I've sat in different parts of the market and, mm -hmm. and that's shown me the, the differing access to information that various investors and, um, you know, have. And so as a, as a retail advisor talking to, you know, retail investors – there was very little access to, to information and most of the information was very old. Right. It, it had been traded on already, so there was little value in it. Um, moving to the institutional side of the business, you got faster access to, to deeper information. 
Um, but you're really still only getting a, a pretty small subset of it. Then, um, you know, sort of rolling forward into the 2000s, I, I started working funds management. And, you know, from there you're getting much, uh, you know, you're getting access to research and information from the full range of brokers, but also direct access to companies, you're talking to competitors. And so it's a whole different level of, of information. And, and that just seems wrong. You know, that just doesn't seem right in, in today's day and age. Right. There, there should be a much broader access to information right. um, than, um, you know, than we're, you know, than most investors are experiencing today. Okay, so when I look at the Liscourt website, I'm seeing things like trending news and market overviews and news today. And so it, that doesn't strike me as being particularly different or am I wrong? No, you're not. Look, sometimes the, the, the best solutions are the simplest ones. Right. But, but we don't start with, you know, trending news looks like a good feature. We start from the perspective of, of a deep understanding of investors and the problems that they face. And, you know, one of the very simple problems that they face is that they're just overwhelmed by information and noise right. and don't know where to focus, don't know where to spend their limited amount of time. So something like trending news is very useful because it shows them what all the other investors that are using our platform are looking at at this very t- minute in time. Oh, well, I like the sound of that. So the, the other thing which I have noticed uh, is that you send a note, uh, an email, to those that are subscribed to ListCorp, and that email says what stocks that others are watching. Yeah. So I've often, I've often thought, are you trying to influence the market there, John? No, look, that, this is driven by data. So this is a reflection of what the audience is doing and what they're looking at. And, and it, it's, you know, it's a calculation that, that's based on, you know, we look back over the last six months, we calculate an average level of activity for companies. Then we look at, you know, where activity has spiked over the last week and we flag those companies to, to investors. And again, right. it's thinking about, you know, time-poor investors looking for insight how can we help them, you know, focus their time on the, the most interesting of, and, you know, opportunities at, at any particular okay. point? The other thing I've noticed, which again, I think for those that are interested, um, you've got upcoming IPOs. Um, mm. There's a page. Now, again, um, so you've, in effect, you've aggregated. I assume that when I go to that upcoming IPOs, that is all the upcoming IPOs in Australia? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, so is that unique? Look, the, the ASX website does have some of this information, um, but, you know, this is the beginning for us of, you know, a, a service that will continue to evolve. We think there's still a real lack of visibility about upcoming, you know, IPO opportunities in Australia. And, um, and even, you know, sort of earlier on, you know, which companies are in the, in the, in the pipeline but are not quite at the, the starting gate yet. Yeah. And so being able to flag that kind of um, information to people... It's valuable, and, and we know that because investors tell us. You know, we know what their problems are because they're constantly complaining. <laughs> this is this is what we need, and why why don't I get this information? So, John, I don't want to put you into you know like March, market watcher, stock picker, uh, futurist, but I'm going to sort of go down that track. Mm. What when you're? I, I I know you're a serious market watcher. That's a big part of who and what you are. Yeah. So, what are you seeing? Look, I think there's, you know, there's plenty of doom and gloom out there, particularly around IPOs and, you know, there's, you know, if, if I look more broadly at, at listed markets, you know, there's, there's a lot of people saying, well, is it, you know, is this just a long-term, you know, downtrend as companies stay private for longer and, yeah. um, you know, those kinds of things. But, 
you know, I really, I think markets play an incredibly valuable role in in raising capital to enable businesses to expand. And I think that's, you know, it's certainly cyclical and we're uh-huh. going through, you know, sort of the down part of that cycle at the moment. But, um, you know, it's hugely important that, that markets, you know, provide access to capital for, for innovation and, and for, for companies to grow. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm a very glass half full kind of, um, you know, market participant. Good and man. And, um, you know, certainly see things getting better and, and more innovative companies coming to the market. And, you know, Australian companies, um, you know, doing, do, doing bigger and better things on, on the, the global stage. And I think that's, um, you know, that's hugely important. Okay. So um, if I was to search on ListCorp, um, Australian innovations doing well on the global stage, are you, are you able to crack, are you able to send me a list of stocks? Not yet. But ultimately, that's what we want to do. Right. You know, I think that you know one of the things about the information uh, relating to investment markets is that it's enormous and it's all over the place. Right. It's really poorly organised, and but that's exactly the sort of thing that that we should be able to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we should be able to really customise search um, and help people find information in a really quick, intuitive, and efficient kind of way. And that just doesn't happen today. Well, so the, now the Australian economy, uh, what we're sort of a bit smaller than Russia, um, so it sort of like goes Italy, Russia, Australia. I think you mm-hmm. know in the in the rank orders, yeah, a couple of trillion or something. Yeah, we've only got five IPOs, according to your page. Yeah, um, that does seem light, or am I just um, well? I, uh, is it just disappointment because right now I'm feeling in a dark place about the economy? Look, I think you know the economy is definitely a, a critical part of it. You know, with a dozen interest rate rises back to back, it um, it puts a very heavy break on activity. And the, you know, I think there's there's always capital around for good ideas, but it's the people with those businesses and wanting to bring them to market that are sort of sitting back at the moment, saying, right. "Well, you know, the pricing's not right, the the investor appetite's not not quite there yet." So. It's a similar sort of thing that's being experienced in markets around the world. Is it? Yeah, it's not just here, but um, so if we had List Corp Italy, which mm. I know you'd like to have in the future, indeed, yeah. Um, but if we just transported ourselves to Italy right now, how many do you reckon would be there? Oh, look, there might be none. Really, there might be none. Yeah, you know, I think that that's what the pipeline looks like in many markets really? at the moment. Um, a lot of companies even starting down the path and then pulling out and. Yeah. You know, we're we're seeing that a bit here. We're seeing you know companies getting to the starting line, but but not getting the the investor support, and that's just general market conditions. You know, I think there's just a nervousness at the moment. So, is it? I mean, this is an observation which may be um, well entirely wrong. You can tell me. Um, traditional markets, um, they like the they like the traditional stocks. Um, so the mining, etc. So when, mm. when I look at the IPOs, there the five IPOs. I think all of them are in the mining sector. Yeah. And maybe the private money is going into the more future-looking tech, etc. Is that just like am I being too simple there, or is that your observation as well? No, look, I think that's that's probably reasonable. And and you look at the companies that are you know sort of lining up to list at the moment; they're tiny, you know, wow. really small little mining companies that. You know, there always tends to be a bit of appetite for very specific investors for that kind of stuff. A bit of lithium, perhaps. Is yeah, it? there's plenty of that. A bit of graphite. So there's <laughs> quite thematic yep. type um, stuff still happening. But um, you know, there was a float um, recently called Redox that um, you know was a, a larger industrial company, um, and that was really the first one that we've seen recent. You know, of recent times, certainly this year of of scale. Um, 
that you know people were interested to see how it went and it's gone okay and uh-huh. and i don't think it's you know the floodgates have opened just yet but um you know it's probably sent some confidence to to both companies and investors that you know that we're we're heading toward the reopening of the ipo market so in um 2020 i convinced myself that the we were going to enter into the roaring 20s Mm -hmm. um and then of course there was a pandemic and i thought that doesn't matter because just prior to the roaring 20s um there was the spanish flu right so it's all pointing towards an amazing decade um am i just a total fantasist Look, I think one of the things that's fundamentally changed in investment markets is that we've had, you know, 20 to 30 years of interest rates falling. And more recently, we've had a couple of years where interest rates were sort of almost non-existent. Yeah, yeah. And that's fundamentally changed. That that environment is gone now. So, you know, that will have that is being reflected in, you know, in asset prices and and investor appetite. Um but it's an adjustment, and that's what markets do. That's the I think the exciting thing about markets is that they're they're live. You know, they're responding to new information every second of it, every day. So it just isn't a boring day in markets. There's always something happening. It's and so interesting, isn't it? It's, it's, mm. I reckon it's not that long ago, uh, far four years ago, that I'd be reading editorials saying, "Geez, we need some inflation." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my. So productivity is something which I reckon's you know that that actually now is. An article almost every day yeah, you know, about yeah, productivity. Yeah. Um, so, are you? I, I'm. Geez, I'm going to sound like an ad guy here. Are you in the business of making investors more productive? Yeah. Look, absolutely. I, I think that you know there was an interesting article um, written recently about the, the the death of active investing because of you know, AI, ah. um, Chat GPT, that kind of thing. And I sort of am on the opposite, you know, perspective. I think. We're, we're in this environment now where there's just way too much information. It's very difficult to know where to spend your time and what to look at. And and I think that's where the application of AI kind of technologies can really help us get straight to the valuable information, right. which then does make you much more efficient and effective as an investor. Okay, fair enough. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of pretty bullish about um, about that. And, and, you know, also the impact on productivity and kind of thing okay so this is a um australian invention list corp mm-hmm. australian product um australian platform um you, you're based in melbourne where do you build it yeah okay yeah very good news uh and tell me about the audience let's get let's get into some numbers who's, who's looking at it how many of them are there so at the moment we're we're averaging around 120 130 000 unique investors a month Jeez. Um, we've had you know more than 1.7 million over the last 12 months um, and all of that has, you know, has come about with, you'll be disappointed to know, Russ, no advertising, no marketing. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's all to come. Shut this all podcast down. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, so it's, it's to come. Yes. Okay, so, all right, so growth is, I imagine, what you're after. Yes. So how are you going to get the growth? Look, our, our view is that, um, you know, that there is, there is just a, a a fundamental demand for better access to information. And our experience is when we put our platform in front of investors, there's a very positive response because they're they're much more easily able to navigate, to access the information that they're looking for. So part of it is just getting it in front of more investors. You know, we still think we're one of the market's best kept secrets and, and that's absolutely not. 
mm-hmm. what we want to be. No. So, you know, we, we... So you might need some marketing, John. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> if you know of anyone, let me know. Um, but, um, you know, part of it also, it's, you know, what one of the things we do know is that you can't buy audience in financial services in Australia. You know, there's very deep-pocketed incumbents. Um, right. And it's incredibly expensive to try and do that. Right. So you've got to think about other ways of doing it. And, and from our perspective, that's about features and it's about new you know, tools and functionality that make it easier for investors to do what they're trying to do. And, and when we talk about that, we talk about people understanding the investment opportunities. Most people in the industry are talking about transaction. How do we make it easier for people to trade? Right. We're at the other end of the spectrum. What we want people to do is spend time looking at all the various opportunities. And in Australia, there's more than 2,000 companies listed on the ASX. To be able to access any of those with, with great ease and efficiency, but then learn about that business as an investment opportunity. Because what, what we think is in the best interest of investors, of companies, of the country, is committed long-term patient capital. It's people understanding the investment opportunity and backing it for the long term. Okay, so um, I, I can get free information on List Corp, but I can also pay for some information. Is that right? Yes, that's okay, right. Okay, and so when I pay, what am I getting that's um, over and above? The, the additional information there is research. So that's third, you know, that's third parties, whether it's brokers or independent research providers, right. providing opinion valuation on those listed companies. So you're like a library. Yeah. Look. You know, the reality is to make a good investment decision, there's various pieces of information that you need. Mm-hmm. You need to understand the business. And I th- we think that the, the, the people best placed to describe and explain the investment opportunity is the company itself. All right. So ex- explain to me, let's go back to the audience that you're targeting. Mm-hmm. I'm, th- I'm, I'm thinking sophisticated investor or is, it, or is it not quite as highbrow as that? Look, our view is that it's everybody bar you know, the, the first-time investor who's looking to understand how the market works. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not about bringing people into the market the first time. Right. What we want to do is help everybody understand the opportunities available and, and you know, sort of make better decisions through knowledge. I like it, right? That's good. Now, this is Freddie. Freddie um, is um, from Good One Productions uh, who do the podcast with us here. So... I always go to Freddie just to make sure that, you know, I haven't missed out something obvious okay. or or indeed an insightful question for our guests. So, John, stand by. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Russ, and thank you, John. Uh, I was wondering, with all the, the floats that you've seen, um, in recent memory, is there a really interesting campaign in terms of communications that you've seen in the lead-up to going public? Look, I think it's a very good question, and the answer is no. <laughs> and, 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 but I will expand on that because... There's, there's very heavy regulation around the way that IPOs can be marketed. And it's, it's a really difficult thing because, you know, I think ASIC recognises the role of social media and talks about it in their regulation, but nobody has actually taken the step to, to say, all right, well, let's develop an ASIC-approved, and ASIC won't ever actually approve anything <laughs> like that, but, you know, sort of a... a a proper digital campaign that goes alongside the very traditional marketing route, which is basically CEOs, CFOs visiting physically a whole bunch of investors in Australia or overseas. Um, and so, again, it, this really highlights the, the, the fact that the tools being used to, to you know, raise awareness of, to educate investors about 
companies listed and about to be listed are, are very much from, you know, the 1900s. You know, the, the technology that we all use all day, every day today, it just isn't part of the process, right. which, you know, to my thinking is madness. So you're also, I'm thinking, very efficient, a very efficient platform for corporate affairs of the ASX-listed businesses. Look, I, I mean, today there was there was a, a, a video and a podcast published by ANZ and it was all about them talking about building the bank of the future and how that's an ongoing process. They're not going to build it once. Mm-hmm. It, it is just this ongoing process of building the bank of the future and that's come out of their, you know, their corporate affairs IR team. And, you know, when you think about, um, you know, how companies, what access companies have to broadcasting and um, information about what they're doing and, and what they're thinking about, you know, it, it's it's very segregated these days. You know, there's a whole range of different places they've got to try and get their information. And and really what we're building here is is a very d- specific channel for investor-related information, you know. And, you know, I was listening to a recent um, uh, discussion about, um, you know, digital content, multimedia content for investor relations and, um, this was a this was a coming out of the US and and the, the very senior executive um, who was on the, the the program was asked the question well when we create our digital content to help educate investors where do we put it right and list corp well that was, that's the answer clearly but th- he didn't have an answer right. so he, we, said, he now does yeah so we, so you need to get list corp throughout the world yes uh, because it becomes the answer for for or to, it answers that question yeah. speaking of the world um you've just been in brazil yes so just give us the um the quick john daly summary of the brazilian economy oh look brazil is a fascinating place um economy is always going to underperform where it you know what it should it, it, it's still a big exporter of you know natural resources to um, to you know, to China and and that kind of thing. So it's a, a bit of a competitor to Australia in yes. that sense. But it's far more self sufficient, um, but incredibly you know sort of corrupt, and oh. and so it's it's a very inefficient place. Um, so yeah, look, I, I love a phrase that Brazilians often use, which is um, you know Brazil is the country of the future and always will be. That's um, yeah, and, okay. and to me, that sums up the Brazilian economy. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Thank you, John. All right. Well, um, List Corp, uh, I'm a user. Excellent. And I often ask my broking friends if they're users. Some say yes. Yeah. Those that say yes say, yeah, it's a really important part of our, you know, our armory. So congratulations. I mean, it, it ain't easy to create, a, in effect, a media platform. It's a very difficult thing to do. Congratulations on getting this far and... Um, us at Sayers, and in particular on this innovation podcast, we wish you the best. Thank you very much, and and you know we, we very you know we're pleased with where we are today, but you know excited about the the long journey ahead. So you know appreciate your uh, support.